Ladies and gentlemen, you are entering the realm of five tools. Good morning, good evening, good night, folks. This is your Football Scout 365 and soon-to-be NBA Scout 365 podcast host, Woody Massey, and I'm here. We are with Melvin Taylor, Coach Mel mm-hmm. Taylor. Yep. And we uh, we got a guest today, familiar face, familiar voice, Mr. CSPN McLaughlin, formerly hey, of the Five Tools do, Podcast. Football Scout 365. And we're here today. We're going to be talking point guards. Point guards, point guards, point guards. What's the position today now in the league? How do the point guards today match up with the point guards of yesterday? And then we're going to give you a straight up top 10. Who's the top 10? No, no ifs, ands, or buts. And uh, it's going to be a good one. But before, we got some politicking to do. We're calling Kangaroo Court (laughs) here because we we had some. Some it's a different day in the NBA. The white boys are going after each other now. Grayson <laughs> Allen, <laughs> Alex Caruso, Grayson Allen. I mean, I've Grayson Allen's been a he's been a hated frat face boy since. Nah, <laughs> yeah, all, all jokes is nah, no, 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 no. Seriously, though, he's a piece of shit. Let's just say what it is, man. Like every every time we see, he gets at least one of these a year. He legit gets one of these a year. But check this That's out. Ridiculous. This is the one thing that I push back on Gray Sound because I listen to um, I listen to Mismatch, and one of the dude on there, um, he he works with the Grizz, and he said that real talk, Grayson Allen is so beloved by his teammates, like he like his teammates love him. He's like he's a great team player, great glue guy. And so the argument you could say here is that having one dude that does nasty shit to the other team on your bench is good for the team. Uh, I agree. Uh, Look, look, Melvin, like Melvin, as a hooper, you know, that's true. You know, it's certain guys that you have on your team. Than playing, than play against them. Dennis oh, two thousand well, from that perspective, yeah. From that Draymond. perspective, yeah, two thousand percent, yeah. Okay, yeah. But at the same time, I, I bet if he's on my team, I had a choice of him ever playing in the league and like, like him being in the league and not being in the league. I'm like, he can leave. Like, like he crazy. can leave. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a fine line between doing dirty shit and being aggressive and being like a pest. I actually really talk. Even though Patrick Beverly hurt some people in the past, I would I would say he's more of a pest who's yeah, kind of evolved into. He's a pest that's one. Yeah, no, that's fair. He's like, no, but, but now, I agree. Look, the yeah. play, the 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 play at hand without any context. Do I think it was dirty? No, but everything needs context. And when you know Grayson Allen is a dirty player and he has a, a history of being a dirty player. Then you can only, you know, relate it to him being a dirty player, and that's why it happened. So, you know, it's it's his own fault. And let's be real, the only right, for the, for between... the, no quick exercise, all three of us. Let's put ourselves in Grayson Allen's position of what he did. Oh yes, yeah, real yeah, real quick ex- exercise. Let's all three of us put ourselves in Grayson Allen's position. 
what I mean by that is because because I think CJ be fair, Mel, point. I'm already in Grayson Allen's position. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. So you you're halfway there. And CJ made a good point because in con- if you if you do not, if you don't know anything about Grayson Allen, you would look at that play and say, you know what? Yeah, he went up there and made a hard foul because the first foul was great. I think the first foul is something that you would tell your player to do. Yeah. It's that extra swipe because it's the swing. Yeah, he did, for sure. But but to be again, no. Back to my original premise. I think it's a piece of shit, and I think he shouldn't even be in the league anymore. But to be fair to CJ's point, I think every basketball player you don't want him scoring a bucket. You don't want no and one. You're already fouling him. And again, Caruso's a really good. He's known in, in the league. Obviously, he's a pretty decent finisher. So I guess he right. is going to make it known. He want to get the foul off. So from that perspective, CJ, I agree that without any kinds that I, I just see the play, I'm like, ah, bang, bang, play. But because we know it's him yeah. and we know because he's extra, yeah. that's why I'm like, yeah, this, you know, I'm good with him. I'm good off him. He should at least got two games because he also broke his wrist, almost gave a concussion. Yeah. And look, Grayson Allen has been suspended by the NBA before. For dirty plays. So just off that alone, I, I agree a thousand percent. And college too. Oh yeah, in college is where it all started. But let's let's talk let's put it in perspective, because like I like let's talk about Draymond Green. First off, the only difference between Draymond Green is Draymond will scream F you into your face and Grace Allen goes, F you mom. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was stupid. Um, <laughs> but mom, Draymond Green, I hate you, mom. <laughs> sorry, let me drink with my buddies in the basement. Um, Draymond Green, he used to tap people in the nuts. Like, let's be real. Like when uh, they go allegedly. Up. It's not allegedly. It's not allegedly. It's not allegedly. This like isn't OJ's murder. Like. I don't know. I, he did I, go I, two. He did go like. He did go two years doing that, dog. A year and a half, just like for some reason, randomly like kneeing people in the balls. Yeah, not even just for no reason. He was hand smacking the balls. Well, hand smacking. But he look. But look at Chris Paul. Chris Paul been doing his whole career. That's what he does. You know, yeah, so he, Chris he, Paul's he a dirty player on the low. Chris Paul well, is, is a very dirty, dirty player. player. Yeah, very dirty player. Yeah, but yeah, he's John Stockton level. It, because he gives you twenty and ten, you let it slide. Yeah, that's true. Twenty and ten gets you out of a lot. It does. Or I think just in life, when when in life in general, somebody shows you who they are, and they was like completely like engulfed themselves into the standard of who they are, they force themselves upon you. You know, you have friends like that who are just assholes, but you accept the fact they're I your friend. That's, that's yeah, yeah, I love them. So CJ. That's, that's who Chris yeah. Paul is. CJ, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, CJ, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I mean, he got one game. He broke a dude's wrist. That's, that's that's the thing. That's the thing. He broke another player's wrist. Yeah. I feel like the player, only reason he gets one favorite. game is because, you know, it just sounds about why. No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can say it. You can definitely say it. I would definitely co-sign that. I'm serious. Like, that. he broke somebody's wrist. Like, imagine, imagine if Draymond broke someone's wrist. Throwing him down the ground. I can't say anything because I have a Caucasian wife. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, man, though. that white boy should have got suspended for like twenty five games. <laughs> no, he should got, got, got two. Ten. Just off what CJ just said ten. about him being a previous, they said ten. Well, because I mean, he's a multiple it's time of games in a he's, season. It, it, when, yeah. when we think about other sports, when we think about Miles Garrett mm. and what he did last year, he got he got suspended 
uh, going into the, the next season, when a pitcher throws the baseball at a player's head, right? Mm-hmm. They only get, they only get a, a few games. I, I mean, shit's not fair. How you spent it? But when players are getting hurt or when you're putting someone's career at risk, then look, I mean, what's the game? Unnecessarily. Yeah. That's the biggest point. Very, he, he already fouled him. He wasn't really going to make the shot. Evie did get the ball up. Right. And I like, like I get that was again, the dirty I've part actually, of it, though, because after yeah. he made contact the first time, he didn't have to smack again. Yeah, I've done it before. Which is why when you said that I had to like, really kind of fall back and say, you know, I have fouled someone twice before, especially. But I fouled someone twice before who I know. Oh, they make weird shit like this all the time. Like, like if it was Michael Jordan, I'm fouling Michael Jordan twice just because LeBron he's throwing James. something over his head. LeBron James, I'm fouling yeah. D-Wade, Dwayne Wade twice. Uh, John ja, ja, ja Morant, Kobe. shout out to Wood. So, Kobe, I'm gonna foul him twice. But at the same time, the way he fouled, man, it was so dirty. It was something about it that seemed extra. He just extra. That's the word. I'm gonna leave it at that. He's extra. extra. A little bit now. Here's a question I'd like to propose before we dive into this all-time point guard list. Um, this is a little theory. We're very conversational on this podcast. See, it's a lot. It's a lot of like hypotheticals and stuff. And I, I had a thought today that I want to throw out there that Melvin, Melvin already pushed back on. It. He's like, you, you stop what you're saying right now. And I said that. With this sample size that we've seen of just Harden and Kyrie, where they're 18 and 4 together, and they play amazingly off each other. And we look at the last few spots that he stopped, and obviously, I feel like Russ takes all the blame for what happened in OKC. And the fact is, he did win one in Golden State, but he, you know, did the 73 and 9 season. They, they, event, they didn't win. Is Kevin Durant a bit of a ball freezer? And like an ultimate predator version of Melo. Nah. Nah. Kevin Durant is so good. Look, Kevin Durant, he's he's been on record. He he even said he was like, Look, I was gonna go back to OKC and then Draymond called me. And he was like, you know, just the way they play basketball is the right way. KD could go for sixty every game. And KD is that talented offensively, but I don't think that's who KD is, and I don't think that's what he wants to be. Like I don't, I don't think he's a ball freezer. Look, is he the best ISO player uh, potentially ever? Yeah, I mean he's seven foot, handle can can do all this stuff. I think KD would rather play team ball though. I don't, I don't think he's. So, I mean, look, you can put him on the post, you, you can put him in the mid post, you can do all this stuff with him. But I mean, look, KD, the man averages five of, uh, you know, five assists, and he's a, he's a killer when it comes to putting the ball in. A, in a, I mean, Carmelo's a different story. You talking about a black hole, and Melo was my guy. You know, <laughs> yeah, he was black hole though. Yeah, I, I also want to point out with with Kevin Kevin Durant is a point that uh, we have to really nail home. He went seven for ten the other night against the Bulls. He went seven for ten. He shot seventy percent from the field. Wow. He ended up with 27 points. Talk, that's talk no, that's, there's, there's, there's no mellow. That's not mellow. Yeah. And that's not even including that Kevin Durant's defense is amazing. He can definitely guard the three, four, and the five well. Yeah. He can probably guard one through five decently, but definitely guard three through five well. Great passer. He's a very underrated passer. 
He's an underrated ball handler, probably the yeah. top 15, top 20 best ball handler of all, well, top 30. Let's not go overboard. Top 30 best ball handler of all time at a seven foot frame. Yeah. Best scorer ever, man. Like, honestly, the more I look at him, not going, it's, it's not about small fours, not about like best scores ever, but I think he's the best scorer ever without a doubt. And I would pick him over Michael Jordan nine out of 10 times. I said it. Boom. In a it, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> nine out of ten times, like in 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 one versus one, or are we talking like we mm. had number one overall pick, like what we? If you had a, a fantasy draft that you yeah. all these players were in the prime of their career, then you're taking one. Man, yeah. see, it's it's hard, all right, because in in high. Guess what? I'm not, and I'm picking Kobe over Jordan. Honestly, you put Jordan, Kobe, and KD, Jordan third to me. To me, Melvin really likes Boom. trolling Michael. See, Jordan. y'all just <laughs> brought me into like this whole goat debate. <laughs> no, so that's why I said that. No, we gotta stay. Woody, bring us back. All right, all right, bring us back, I got Woody. you. I got you. You'll that's have to why, come back. That's my fault. That's my fault. That's yeah. my fault. That's my fault. That's my fault. No, I did that on purpose. My fault. Melvin really loves getting people to fall into his Jordan trap. He right. he loves trolling Michael Jordan. But I really mean it though. But I really mean it though. I do troll a lot, but I really mean. I don't think he's like that great. He's great though, but he's like he's the reason why we're why we're at where we're at. Like he's the reason. He's God. You know what I'm saying? He's I get that Jordan. Like I respect that. But with time brings enhancement, and he LeBron, hasn't played LeBron in like thirty years. <laughs> I mean that's that's bring us back, buddy. Yo, bring us back. All right, all right. <laughs> well, here, this is what I want to know is, like, what do y'all think about the success that Kyrie and James Harden have had playing together? Uh, you know, look, it's it's been so spotty just because, I mean, neither player can stay healthy. And to be honest with you, when the big three came together, that was my first question was, can they all stay healthy? Um, and James Harden had been the only one to prove that he could stay healthy. And then he was banged up last year when he got to Brooklyn. And I mean, I think you should flip Kyrie because who wants a part-time player? When the postseason gets here, he's still going to be a part-time player. So it only makes sense for them to flip Kyrie right now. I feel like they they might start paying the fines for Kyrie. That's that's rumor on the street is there's like a small fine they could play. Pay to have him play yeah i heard it's super game. i heard it's like 5k it's not even a Which, lot that's just, just yeah. take that out of his game check i mean hell. right yeah i feel like Kyrie. Yeah, top it off they top it off i heard they're gonna start losing games that's the that's that's the rest of real <laughs> black market rumor they're gonna start losing games they're gonna get like to the, the fifth seed so they have nothing but them away games every every team they play yeah that's, that's that he's next right step. that's hilarious you 100 right melvin that's that next step yeah that's that next step i can't wait they're going to, out of nowhere, start losing games. What's real funny is they're going to start, like, this. they're going to start smacking teams, but then start losing the fourth quarter. It's going to be so funny. That will be. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. All right, guys, we're here for a mission today, and we're going to take down the greatest point guards of all time. But first, Well, before let's, we do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's yeah, start. Trust the host. Trust the host. Let's start. Let's really dive into what is. It's hard. What, what, what was know. the point guard? It took me about six months. <laughs> What was the point guard position in the NBA and what it is now? Because the point guard position, honestly, let's say 12 years ago, was different. We're talking 2010. We got Rondo. We got Chris Paul in the league. Deron's still an all-star. 
Like, let's be, let's talk about it. The point guard position has changed. I mean, the point guard position now is like a, it's like a Uzi. They letting that thing go. Shooters yeah. are shooting. They said, you know what I'm free. saying? Like, yeah. getting shot. You got guys in the league like Trey Young, like John Morant, like Russ, guys who, you know, they, they get their shots up. Whereas, and, Favorite saying history history repeats itself like short shorts. There was a time back when video was black and white where point guards was letting it go. Okay, but then it became a time, you know, through the eighties, through the nineties, where point guards became pass first. You know, it was all about floor general, setting the offense, running the offense, and then um and you had you've always had your outliers right like in the early 2000s you still had guys around like tony parker right we Mel- would all say tony parker yeah he but you know what up. his best that's a, we'll talk his, about that later we'll talk about him later what's scoring you know so actually um, you know what was surprising to me doing research for this top point guards segment did you know Tony Parker had i think let me let me double check this real quick tony parker was 19th in the and NBA all time in assists. Yeah. I was very surprised by that. I was surprised by that as well. I, well, you know, well, you know, I wasn't, obviously. But um <laughs> yeah. but to but to but to y'all's grace, the, the, the thing about the point guard position is that with one, it has always been to facilitate. Like again, the, the game has really evolved to just three real positions of facilitator, wings, bigs. That's really mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Because the talent level of the of, of basketball has grown to an immense level. Because back in the in the day, you know. They had to really, I guess, simplify things because players were only using certain certain parts of the floor. So you look at like the point guard. Yes, we got he. They have to orchestrate to get the shots they need or get their teammates the shots they need rather. So they had to work extra hard. I think now, when when the best offensive option is you, and so you have to facilitate yourself. So again, even with like uh, Allen Iverson. Uh-huh. Which we'll talk about later. He's a point guard. One because he brought the ball up. Two for most of his career, he led the team in assists because again, he's the engine that moves the offense. But again, don't want to get ahead of myself. But to answer your point more directly, would it hasn't evolved much? I think the game has evolved, and because the game is played outside the numbers, outside the the. Uh, I guess outside the arc, rather, uh-huh. it gives the opportunity more for the for the guards, the point guard, to shoot more, and that's probably the best offense. But they're still I point like guards; that. they're still facilitating offense. I like that take. I've I've never um, thought about it from that point of view. Well, Just, look, here's here's something a little pushback there. So we talk about that how it's it's featured for the little man more now. Yes, but that brings into the question before we start these lists: the position. Because there's so many guys, yeah. I feel like they transcend this position and they get a pass to that they're not point guards. But le- let's be real, like LeBron's been a point guard his entire career, right? So right. are but, we are we listing him as a point guard? Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I am not because beside his nah. name, it, it does not say point guard. Just I, and like, I'm gonna tell you why later. Mel like, like, said AI. Like, like, I yep. don't consider AI uh, the point guard because of what's beside his name. I, I respect, you know, Melvin's take, and I don't disagree with it, you know. Um, but just just because the NBA has 
SG before Allen Iverson, he's a shooting guard to me. I thought that was disrespectful, and, I, and I'll talk more about that. But to answer your question more directly, Wood, about uh, about the difference the difference between LeBron. LeBron actually affects multiple spots on the court. It means he's in the post scoring. He's in the paint a lot scoring. He actually is in the paint a lot rebound. He's in the paint a lot guarding. He's in the, he does a lot of things in the paint. Whereas like a Luka Doncic, which we talked about earlier, who's you would say is like a point forward, who I still say is a point guard because he still lingers on the outside. He still lingers around the arc. He still kind of lets his big people do what they got to do. He still yeah. lets the offense also move. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, again, that's a whole other conversation. But Luke is doing a lot better this year with the with allowing his team to move the ball, yeah. which I think is again is evolution of him being a point guard. But well, what's what's James Harden then? Although I will give James Harden See, combo guard. Right. It's all the getting combo convoluted guard. because now, like, I'm no, Harden, going no, back on my own guard. logic. Because yeah. I, I think no, I think Luke is a point, right? And he, he's probably not listed as a point, is he? No, small forward. He's a point. So, I, I know when he first came into the league, he was he was listed as a, a shooting guard, small forward, or something. But is yeah, he listed I, as a point now? Like, look, the NBA is so positionless. I don't I don't really pay attention to it anymore. Like James Harden, I, that's what he's I go a shooting for. guard. I'm but when he was more with the Rockets, he wasn't a shooting guard. I've been saying it's more yeah. positionless. Yeah, he's listed as a point guard. Point on guard. He's a point guard. Yeah, he's a point guard. All right. Well, so James, here's my thing with James Harden when he was when he was on the Rockets. I didn't see him as a shooting uh, point guard. I saw him more as a shooting guard that had the ball in his hands a lot. On the Nets, though, I feel like he's a point guard, like 100%. I feel like Kyrie is the shooting guard, and he is the point guard on the Nets. James Harden is the greatest combo guard of all time. Uh, Oh, God. Dwayne Wade. Tell me who it is. Dwayne Wade. No no combo. Dwayne Wade's a shooting guard. Because even when Dwayne Wade started doing his thing, he had to get a point guard to bring the ball up. I'm still I'm picking, I'm picking Steph the, Curry the over James Harden. Let's be real. Nah, Combo like, guard? I mean, yeah, he really was a shooting guard when he came in the league. He was. Who? Steph Curry. Steph Curry's I, a point guard. Mm, I'll explain that later. We'll Monte, that. Monte that later. Ellis was the point guard for the first half of his career. He learned. He came up shooting guard. But yeah, they definitely moved him to the shooting guard, remember? They moved Montez to the shooting guard to his uh, I, I, I don't think I would consider Steph. Uh, but see, this is where it gets all messy, right? Because because the game, the game, in my opinion, has changed, which has forced our hand to have these conversations. But like, like Steph is a is a you know he a point guard that let that thing go. He a Uzi. He yeah. he let it fly, but and so I could see why Woody would would suggest that he's a combo guard when he's not really a combo guard. But I mean, oh no, I I, I got an answer for all this. Okay, all right, soon, check soon this we go, out. Soon as we go to as soon as we go to the, also just to, also to clarify that the definition of a point guard is the backcourt player who directs the team's offense. That is the definition of it. Who directs the team's offense? Who, or, or rather, let's simplify it, is the direction of the team's offense. But what was you about to say, Wood? I was going to say, let's dive into the list then. Uh, let's start off with the all-time but list. Also, nice I was going to say, who? Are we going to do our top five best right now, and then yeah. do our top ten best ever? But you're going to do that for later. Yeah, let's save the top five right now. Let's let's dive let's into do, the yeah, legacy because I feel like right, with the position debate, it's good. 
No, so, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going for you. So we'll go, go ten, ten back. Ten back. Uh, I say everyone give their list. Yeah, because we yeah. we did it before where we reviewed. Yes. But it gets complicated because some people say names exactly. first. So let let's go. Give you ten. Give Mel, you, 10. you 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 uh, can I'm start. So unprepared. That's All fine. Right. That's fine. No. Well, then we'll just give you. Then we'll, we'll give, give you. Our, yeah, yeah. Give you time to wait. Yeah. Think of yours. So at my 10, and we got done talking about this, and we'll discuss it later. I got 10, Russell Westbrook. At my 9 is Steve Nash. 8 is Tony Parker. 7 is John Stockton. Whoa, 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 bro, 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 bro. 6 is Chris Paul. Yo, you put Steve Nash below Tony Parker? I did. Let him give his list, and and then we'll, you know, rip it apart. So uh, eight was Tony Parker, seven, John Stockton, six, Chris Paul, five, Isaiah Thomas, four, Jason Kidd, three, Allen Iverson, two, Magic Johnson, and one was Stephen Curry. And the thing is, I, I obviously wasn't going to put Magic Johnson as a point guard until we actually started diving into the thought of what a point guard, what a facilitator was. And, of course, yeah. the master facilitator, one who kind of is the godfather of it all, is Magic Johnson. And I, and no matter how disrespectful I am, I can't. I have to be respectful to the grand of the match. How much I. stupid crap he be tweeting at people? <laughs> so you gotta you gotta respect the magic, you know. All right, all right. Let's let's start at the bottom. All right, yeah, go who, ahead. Man. Who was go ten ahead. on his list? See, you wrote it down. I mean, I I tried to get Russell as Westbrook. much as possible. Yeah, Russell, so you left him in. You left him in. I left him in. I left him back on that. I'm pushing back on that straight up, Russ. I've I fought for Russ every year, and it got a little less, a little less, a little less as he started changing teams. He had the same effect on every team, and this year, it just did it for me, man. Like Russ is a specimen. Russ is the exception is. to a lot. It's a, he's a incredible, but he's not a top ten point guard because he top. doesn't make his team better, and that is what the point guard is at the end of the day—a facilitator. He puts a, he's a stat stuffer, but he doesn't make his team better. Let's be real. What team did he make better? Obviously, the Thunder weren't going to make the playoffs without him, but that's who they had. Like he, the, there was a plateau there. We're talking about all time guys. None of these guys put a cap on what their team could do. Like Chris Paul's been robbed from his playoff greatness because of injuries. Like his whole career, he's just gotten injured at the wrong times. So that's uh, I mean, let us not give people excuses mm-hmm. while we're up here. I mean. <laughs> Chris Paul just hasn't been able to get it done for, you know, look, there's a lot of variables that go into it. So I I, I feel that Woody. And also while with his numbers, he should be top five. Who, Point Westbrook? Off, no, um, no, not, oh. not Westbrook. I, oh. think, I said Chris Paul. No, with Westbrook, to your point about Westbrook, let's just call it spade a spade. Like, the fact of the matter is when he had James Harden on his team, he was so ball dominant and wasn't able to – to facilitate properly that poor James Harden wasn't able to start with them. I always felt like James Harden should have started with them and with the Thunder instead of him coming off the bench. But because he, but because Russell wasn't able to facilitate properly or even give up the reins properly. Cause again, I think people think that point guards are people that command the ball and totally ball like dominate. No, I think the uh, point guard, we'll get back to the definition and tell you why Stephen Curry is my number one person is because of how the offense is, again, back to definition, a backward player who directs the team's offense. When that offensive player is not is – not, is that, that point guard is not only the offensive driving force, but can also, because of their presence, 
get open get open shots for their teammates is also something that isn't really um spoken about. And with and back to the Russell Westbrook point, my last point, the reason why I would not argue with you, Woody, if you did take him off, I might even take him off. I've been thinking about it all day. I mean, because, he got again, a team, so obviously it's yeah. You know. Like I've been thinking about it, but he's but this like this list that I have a list for everything. This is an old list. So so this is like my list from like months and months ago. This is an old list. So Russell's there for so this is probably Russell's there before the season started. This season right. has really no, <laughs> kind of messed sure. things up for me. So for sure. And, and look, statistically, Ru- Russell has a great case. He has a great case when the numbers and look, this is why I said that everything needs context. Right, because the numbers alone don't don't provide enough context. Right, when you see him play, when you look at the turnovers, when you look at the the, the win loss, right, when you look at the lack of success he's had with um, other really good teammates, then it, it 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 slides him out of my top ten. But again, I don't have a top ten, so I'm just gonna be critiquing y'all's top ten tonight. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Or just making yours up as you go. That's totally fine. For that. Yeah. I uh, can't wait until we get to the Tony Parker, Steve Nash thing, but. I mean, that is next, right? Who Who is number nine on your list? Steve Nash, number nine. All right. Well, here, let me give you, let me finish giving you mine. Go ahead. Yeah. Get, yeah. You give me yours. Four, yeah. Three, four, six, seven. <sighs> Y'all going to hate my list. I, I might not. I might not. I mean, probably, but I might not. Yeah. Come on, give it to us. I know, I know, right? I know, so, right? I know, right? right? Check this out. The, you coming out in front of church or something. Dang. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I hear the church choir. <laughs> um, all right. Man, y'all are going to tear me apart here. Mm, all right, there it is. That's the 10. <sighs> I got a tie for ten, and y'all are gonna hate me. A tie. This is this is so you. This is so you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> of course, on a on a on a list of ten, he would have eleven. Oh my god. All right. So starting at the ten slash eleven spot, because I truly can't pick one. It's a career, and two is an era. Derrick Rose was a different athlete for five years. Yo, y'all are crazy. Stop, stop. Keep going, yo. No, keep going. Keep going. Give me my time, please. I'm a a boo that, though, but keep going. Okay, so Derrick Rose, in his. Now, give us the case after you give us the list, son. All right. Derrick Rose, Dame Lillard, tied at 10th. Okay. That was my 10th, by the way. At nine. That was there. Allen Iverson, as a point guard. If we're, if, we're, if we're talking about his bring up the ball, facilitating offense, point guard. Steve Nash, number eight. Number seven, glove, Gary Payton. Number six, short shorts himself, Mr. John Stockton. Number five, the great Isaiah Thomas, who I think is the most underrated point guard of all time. I agree. Number four, even though I would ha- I would pick number four over number three if I was starting a team, he is at number four, Jason Kidd. 
He's my number four, too. And number three is Chris Paul. I would pick Jason Kidd over Chris Paul. I think he Ew. I know. Uh, three, Chris Paul. Two, Steph. And one, Magic. Did you get that down, stenographer? I did. I appreciate <laughs> that, too. <laughs> All right. Okay. Melvin's going fast as hell on his list. <laughs> so, oh, my fault. My fault. So let's talk about the bottom. Dame Lillard and Derrick Rose. What do you like? Y'all really think it's that hateful to have Derrick Rose's peak form? Like, wh- I mean, let's be real. This man, he was taking on LeBron in the East. Like, one, was- I, one, I love how you use my logic against me. I love it. I love <laughs> it. The whole peak and prime. Because uh-huh. real talk, Derrick Rose's prime was as good as any point guard's prime on ever. this list ever. ever. So if you want to argue that, sure. Sure. Yeah, that's all that I'm How, However, ben blew out even, even in his prime, he wasn't that great of a shooter. So even in his prime, you're really betting on a lot of potential with him. And again, I think even with him getting the MVP – he led a great team who just had a great role. And I think, he, again, Derrick Rose is amazing. But let's be real. Like, that offense was wasn't, built for his skill set. Yeah, let's, and that let's defense. be real. I mean, yeah, yeah, Coach, yeah. Coach Dibbs. Hit him very unit, well. Jakeem Noah, Luau Ding. Like, them cats strapped up, right? Yeah. Hit him strap very up well. like that. Yeah, you know, you won 50-plus games that year. Look, I, I like Derrick Rose. I agree. His his peak, his prime, his best seasons that put him up against anyone's. Um, he didn't do it long enough. And like for me, right? Like we get into this this realm to where it seems like everyone gets into the Hall of Fame. Everyone gets like you know Basketball trophies and accolades generous. and stuff nowadays. Yeah. And I mean, look, I love Derrick Rose to death. Great person. But we shouldn't be bringing his name up right now. We just shouldn't. We All just right, shouldn't. Well, the only time we should bring his name up is if we're ever talking about MVPs. Because or he we're has talking one. about what if, like Marvel, like what if, like yeah, another universe, what if another, podcast. Yeah. yeah, what if podcast. Yeah. Dame Lillard. Let's talk about him then. Does he belong on this list? Because a lot of no. people would push back because he hasn't gone far enough in the playoffs. But I, I feel like I, he's I given up. I feel like he's given us enough memorable moments in the playoffs. I, I mean, let's let's put it this way: Russ is at the bottom of Melvin's list. Russ ain't yeah. done nothing in the playoffs either without anybody. Dame's given us game-winning shots that are memorable. He's given us memes that are iconic, like moments that are important in NBA history. Yeah. To be honest, man, I was really arguing with Kevin Johnson to take Russ's spot off the top ten. To be honest, so. But that, but you're arguing Kevin Johnson in the era. That's a Derrick Rose argument too, because he only had like the four or five year stretch before the hamstrings pretty much killed his career. Mm, and I'm also looking at his his playing style. Kevin Johnson's playing style. He can actually shoot. Derrick Rose couldn't shoot. Yo, it took everything in me not to put Stephon Marbury at the bottom of this list. <laughs> I wouldn't have been mad at you. I really wouldn't have been mad at you just, just because of his legend of what he did overseas. Guys on shoes, Starberries. Like I wouldn't have been mad at you. He had like nineteen. Crew. Like I'm really, like I'm really down on Russ. Like I'm really down on him right now. Like honestly, because because I said because again with this my list, I always and Woody knows this. I solidify my list. Like when I make a list, that's my list. So it's for me. It's like well, I put Russell on it, but this year he's been looking like he, just, he has been looking like yeah. shit, yo. Well, but, so, but, 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 but Dame, Dame, I want to know. I'm so sorry, but the Dame, I was going to argue him on, but he, him as well. 
been looking kind of like shit this year. And I think he was actually put on that. He was put on, that's true too. That's, that's I'm also considering that. But he, I think he was also, I'm also mad because I think he was put on that top 75 lift prematurely. And that, and that little bit of knowledge for me kind of has me down on Dame. And it's not right. It's not fair to Dame. I blame the NBA, but because of their decision, I'll be hating on Dame all the time. So that's why he's not in my top 10. That's just to be point blank period. What do you feel about Dame? Dame's your favorite player, isn't he, Steve? Dame, Dame is one of my favorite players. I don't really have a favorite player in the NBA right now. I like Dame. I like LeBron. I love Melo. Um, ball. LaMelo Ball, that is. But, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> Melvin's favorite player is Lonzo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, LeBron's not even my favorite player. That's the funny part. Everybody think LeBron my favorite. LeBron's not even my favorite player. Lonzo's probably my favorite player right now. Bless his heart. I look. I just think. Um, so look. As time move, moves on, he's context so moments. Yeah, context. No, no, but but it 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 actually goes the other way. The only context that it becomes is the stats. Is the numbers right? Because forty years from now, our great great grandkids won't be looking at Dame Lillard, Russell West. Like like they'll I watch feel like the highlights, see that play over the, Paul but, George. But the moment for them, right? Reliving it on YouTube in twenty, you know, fifty six, isn't the same as us watching it live. So it's not going to mean as much. So. 50 years from now, when we look at Dame's numbers and we, when we look at Russell Westbrook's numbers, everyone's going to say, oh, Russell Westbrook was the far superior player. Look, 20 years from now, not, not even that long, five to 10 years from now, LeBron will unanimously be the NBA GOAT because the further we move through time, the numbers begin to matter more because the mat, because that's, that's what's, like no one can take anything from what's on what's on a stat sheet and a box score, any of that. So for that reason, I'm gonna say Russ, but I'd much rather have Dame over Russ, thousand percent. That's like just the ironically, he brings. Yeah, through all the talking you were talking, and I mean listening the way I was listening, I was I just, I kept it real simple. I think I really will put Dame at my top ten, just because I think at the end of the day. Especially because Dame was on this Trailblazers team with nobody, and he still made yeah. such big noise. If if Dame and I use this logic all the time, even with my other discussions, if I would put Dame on any other team or any other superstar, if I would have gave Dame the same resources Russ got, oh, you know what champions, it is, championship, you know what it is with Dame, yeah. So and wow. we gotta, we also wow. gotta give Dame credit because there was a period, there was an evolution in his career. He started off, he took the ball to the basket. He was, he was, he was Rose esque. Like taking the ball in the lane, shooting over people. He had touch off the backboard. He learned to shoot. He was always like a decent shooter, but he became one of the best shooters in the NBA. Like he yeah. saw what Steph was doing and he started launching threes. And he got yeah. to the point where he matched the greatest shooter of all time where there was a discussion. Like, yo, I'm the, no, I'm the best shooter in the NBA. No, that's real. Well, no, I mean, I mean, legit, he shoot. is one, he's one of the best uh, shooters in NBA history. And right. Russell can't say that. I want to talk about how, so who, who'd you have at nine? You had Steve Nash, Steve, now, right? As Steve, as God, Steve, and so nine. disrespectful. Please, 
please hold me back here. See, can you and tell you have me? A, you have Allen Iverson in now, Woody. Yeah, I do. I do. That's We can talk about that after this. I want to talk about how he can have Steve Nash. I have a, I have a good reasons why. Below as, Tony as, Parker. As, as mostly because of playoff. Yo, Tony, um, see, Tony Parker didn't even run his offense all the time. Manu Ginobili, real talk, in the third quarter and somewhat into the fourth, would run that offense. Uh, probably like the O three season, O five, O five season. I would say I'm like not. like the, I would say around the LeBron time. No, they took turns, and we're not talking about Ginobili. We're talking about Parker and Steve Nash. And let's be real, Parker got the job done, and he made the big shots when they counted. No, and I just he didn't thought, have and I just, Joey Crawford. And now look, I, I think it's just as simple as I gotta I gotta write this stuff down. Man, I wish I was prepared for all of this. Look, Tony Parker played with a much, much better cast and then he yeah, Greg Popovich. I mean, come on. Like when you when you look at Steve Nash to be a point guard, and look, I didn't do any research, but I know Steve Nash is one of very few players and probably the only point guard to go uh what is it, ninety 90, 50, 40 or something like that. Yeah, like, yo, moment, his yeah. efficiency was crazy when he was in Phoenix. And his usage his usage was still super high, super duper high. He didn't play with Tim Duncan. If he played with a Tim Duncan, he'd have a few rings. He didn't play with a Manu Ginobili. I mean, best player was Amari Stoudemire, I think. And Amari Stoudemire was, you know, freaking nature when it came to dunking the ball. You know, I do give Tony Parker credit when I'm looking at his career stats. Like I got we grew up with Tony Parker. Like he he played in a very important stretch of our young adult lives. We we all we all three have watched him play a lot of basketball. He was a better scorer than I remember. He was a really good scorer. He was no, he was a really good scorer, but like he that was the best thing about it. I thought he scored. He had two seasons of twenty. You know, like and also just and again the reasons why again I went to and you know me would in the past I used to put Steve Nash first. I went through this. uh, Tony never uh, sniffed an MVP. Well, he never would. Not with Tim Duncan on his team. That that would never happen. I don't think that helps your argument. He had Tim Duncan. No, no, I'm talking about when I watched them play against each other. Also, Steve Nash, he had a great time with the Suns. Kind of like with what D'Antoni did with uh, James Harden. The numbers kind of, uh, you know, inflated a little bit. Um, when I remember uh, Steve Nash when he played for the Suns the first time around, wasn't that good. When I remember Steve Nash with the Mavericks, did great with uh, Dirk. And I think he did a great job with he Dirk. Did. I think Steve Nash did a great job running his team. But you remember, but he, he still was split some time with Nick Van Exel. He wasn't even a yes. full-time point guard. Uh, thank you for thank you for adding that in for me. So for me, it, it when he went to the Lakers, he didn't do anything. So his best time was with the Suns, with Mike D'Antoni in that offense. You still couldn't really do anything. And then when I remember when they played the Spurs, Tony held his own. Tony did his thing, and he couldn't do anything – I think defensively, Tony was a little bit better. I think as far as, like, making the big plays down the stretch, Tony was better. I think when it came to running the offense correctly, it felt like, you know, not saying that Steve Nash messed up a lot, but, you know, he kind of was aloof a little bit. He kind of had – it was a very – again, with Dan Tony, a very free-flowing type offense, which gives you that um, that room to be aloof. So, for me, I think Tony Parker is being consistent his whole career – a much longer career being like what he was than Steve Nash. That's here's why the, I kind here's, of like here's the hole I have in your logic, and I, th- I think she yes. is going to agree with me there. Yes, here. please do. 
you make the exception for Magic Johnson because he changed the way we play the NBA. We'd be lying to ourselves if we didn't say Steve Nash didn't change the way that we saw the court on the fast break in the modern NBA. How so? I mean, what, what are you talking like about? Like, it is Dan Tony's like, years. Like, the, the, like the we were not running the court. We were passing on three corner threes yeah, on fast yeah. breaks. Like, the way he ran officially with Amari and Sean Marion on his sides. Like, we, the modern fast break is Steve Nash's child. Or Dan Tony's child, you know, depending on how you want to say but it. But Steve executed. We can't ever, I mean, Tony had a better coach than Steve. So you can't give him credit, in a, you know what I mean? That's facts, facts. That's a good point. I'm still going to put Tony in front of him just because of the championships and because of impact. That's just me. Yeah, and because I, 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 and again, head and again, head to head, he was outplaying him. I, I, look again, Steve Nash was just he was just way look. He, he was significantly careers. more he efficient he than Tony Parker. And Tony Parker was an efficient point guard. Yeah. But the stuff that Steve Nash, the percentages he was shooting. The numbers that oh my gosh, it's Bro, in unheard of. And no one in, had ever in shot, 07, he shot not even taking enough threes in hindsight when you look at it. But look, I'll give you this, Melvin. I'll give you this, and this is what you can't measure. And this is you know you can find a stat for it, but it, Tony Parker and him having that clutch gene and having that it right. Tony Parker has that it where Steve Nash got did a Finals MVP that. too. It. Let's not forget that Tony got Finals MVP. Yeah, can't ever yeah. forget that. Yeah, Steve Nash got That's back two to back real MVPs. MVPs. I mean, <laughs> Andre Iguodala. You think Iguodala you think you think, you think he should have those back to backs though? I think he should have at least one of them. Yeah, see, you gonna lead me down a wormhole? I'm. I'm <laughs> nah, a, we can't I'm go a, that. Look, we can't go that. We can't. I know. I'm not. So I'm gonna just say this. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say this. I've went back. I've looked it over time and time again. I have no issue with Steve Nash receiving a second MVP. I do take issue. I do take issue, however, though, with Steph's second MVP. No, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm one. sorry. The first His one. first MVP. Because James should have got it. And and, yeah. and I mean, look, everyone Those who's are fatigued. Everyone who's gotten their yeah. first their first MVP award, right? You always saw like a like a, a spike between the previous year and their MVP year. And and Steph Curry, like his points per game total went up like by a point or something. Like it, the year he won MVP, he averaged like twenty three, twenty four. I I, p- I push that he's the exception of the rule again though, because he changed the way. We play modern basketball. That's fine. I mean, look, in hindsight, hindsight, seeing what he's done for the game of basketball. Bro, people were pulling up on fast break threes before Steph. Let's be real. (laughs) No, that's real. Uh, Not at the rate they're doing now. Not like, not what, but I don't, in that respect, I don't think nobody did it, is ever going to do it like Steph. I mean, people try. Even even if you were trying, even if you that try to do it now, ain't like, it's not even like Steph. It's like why? It's like stop. Every time they try to do it, everybody's like stop. Everybody's saying stop. How y'all feel about Iverson being down there on my list? Is it is it is it just um I know he's a shooting guard realistically. Nah, well I mean well, you and Melvin both think he's I had him a three. Guard, so. I, I, I have him the third greatest all time. So. Uh, if I'm putting him as just a straight baller, he's higher on the list. I think he's one of the most underrated athletes of all time. But if we're talking narrowing him down to a position, 
I'd throw him here on the point guard. And also, before we move on from Tony Parker and Steve Nash, as you know of me, one of the one of the things I do to help evaluate help evaluate uh, or help compare old player to new player are are cross comparisons. I guess you want to say is how would those players play with the same circumstance? So you're probably thinking that Steve Nash would excel with uh, Greg Popovich. I'm saying he would not be the same Steve Nash. He'll probably be a lot more reserved. He'll probably be more of a shooter. Like, I, I don't think that Steve Nash would be as would drive as much as Tony Parker because Tony would drive to score while Steve Nash would drive to help create better passing lanes. Again, oh, dominate, dominating the ball. Again, he, again, what's Steve Nash doing? He's throwing I, the ball to, 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 to Tim Duncan. Yeah, look, I don't, I, I see what you're saying, but there's a fallacy in that because then we're, we're kind of, we're, um, we're just looking into like something that's, that never happened, right? We're looking at the possibilities, but it, it, we can't say for a fact that, hey, if Tony, if, if, if Tony Parker was with Phoenix and if, Steve Nash was with San Antonio. This is a hundred percent what would happen. I mean, we can guess, we can make assumptions, but is that necessarily is that ne- is that fair? I mean, I, I feel like you I have think to it's think. fair because you look at Steve Nash and what he's done everywhere else. He wasn't as good with the Suns. That's fact. Like when he first with the Suns, with the Suns, then he went to the Mavericks and got with a better player. Was able to run a lot more pick and rolls, a lot more pick and pops. Dirk really brought to another level. Then he got with Dan Tony, and because the offense opened up, and now you get a chance I, for him to kind of use his agility, his, his skills. Look, you know, but then he went to the Lakers. You're selling me. You're selling me on that argument. You really mm-hmm. are. A hundred percent, you are. My problem with it, right? Mm-hmm. It basically, saying Steve Nash mm-hmm. is a system guy. I can pick that up. All right. Okay. I, I can. I can respect that. The only thing is, we're arguing it. Yeah, against Tony Parker, who yes. I would also say is a system guy. Mm. It's a good point. I, I think Tony Parker is a system I guy. I never but really saw just, Steve Nash well, as a system guy until yeah. you kind of just kind of yeah. alluded to it here. So I, I, yeah. I, I give you that. But, like, but I, but, I, but, to, but to your ultimate point with, with with Tony Parker, I just thought he's a better finisher at the rim. So you so again with us, us three. It's all about our philosophy and what we believe, what we need from our point guard. So for me, I, I just value that a lot more. A point guard that can really get inside the paint, able to score, but also able to dish it. You know what I'm saying? Not saying Steve Nash couldn't do that, but Steve Nash was more, much more of a person that would drive to the lane to create passing lanes rather than score mostly, even though he could. Great. By the way, Steve Nash was a very underrated finisher. Love Steve Nash. I hate hating on him like this. Yeah, because you. But yeah, no, I'm playing. You ain't really, you, ain't, you ain't doing too bad. I, look, I, I think I don't think Steve Nash really gets his due, anyways. I mean, yeah, they get hated on because yeah, because again, he shouldn't have to because he stole the MVP from Kobe. From Shaq, apparently. he definitely stole stole from Shaq. Definitely stole from Shaq. Yeah, I could I could dig that. That's Miami Shaq. Right? Not Kobe though. He ain't stealing from Kobe. Well, nah, people, well that was the year Kobe know, averaged man. like thirty five or something. Or like that. Two. I That's actually, what Kobe stands at. I think Dirk stole it from Steve 07. I think Nash actually the one he deserved was two thousand seven. But then Dirk got the two thousand seven. But that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. Dirk my number seven true. was that my was number seven was a lot of games that year too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My, 
My uh, number my next number seven was John Stockton. What would you have John Stockton with? I had him at six. I had Gary Payton right below him. Gary Payton's not my top. I can't. I, I forgot. I, I, yo, for, bro, I forgot you said I, Gary. That, I was gonna say how you got not got Gary in there. Like the glove. I think the glove is one of the top five most underrated players of all time. The glove was the only dude to really take it to Jordan in the finals. That's a whole other discussion. And again, he's in my top like thirteen, easy. He's in my top thirteen, easy. Yo, Vince Gary lower. was bad, and he got shouted out in the two short zone. So yeah, I mean, I, Gary I, is I, amazing. I wasn't ready for this for the listeners out there you know i'm kind of like you know what he called her called the homie up like you know hour and a half i'm like well you know i'm still on the clock but sure (laughs) but when i was kind of pondering stuff in my head as i was working out gary payton popped in my head i think gary payton i would definitely have him in my top 10 i would have the glove in my top 10 when you when you look at what he did in the Western Conference that was competitive. Now, granted, no one owned the Western Conference through the 90s, right? But it was a lot of good teams. It was four or five. It was kind of like how the Western Conference was before Golden Golden State kind of took it over, right? You had Phoenix. You had Dallas. You had San Antonio. So it was a lot of good teams. Gary Payton led that supersonic team to uh, multiple Western Conference appearances. Mm-hmm. Uh, championship appearances, and then to the finals one year with Sean Kemp. It's basically that's Chris Paul yeah, taking the Clippers it. to the to the finals with Blake Griffin, with someone who's just a dunker. This you know what I'm saying? This is so funny. We're talking about this right now, and what he knows why is funny. What we're talking while we're talking about this right now, I'm in the middle of doing a little project of my own. Not going to talk too much about it, but I have been binge. I binge basically just actually like every day the 1996 finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's and there's so many things I've learned from there. And one of the things I learned was as great as Gary Payton was for that time period. For that time period, yeah, he's amazing. Sean Kemp was amazing. But when you really go back and watch the games in their entirety, they weren't that great. Now, one thing Gary Payton was great at was his defense. And I think defensively is is probably top ten worthy. Well, ben, Gary Payton really grew as a player. Like a lot of people forget. I'm looking he's, at his stats first four right years. now. His first, first four, four years, years they played. Yeah, he play his first well, now nah, his yeah. first three years, he he jumped to thirteen point five in his third year, and then sixteen point five, twenty yeah. points. But you know, like me being a Lonzo fan, I always compare Lonzo to Gary Payton. Like I always, I don't, do that, like, I don't hate that comparison. I Gary would rather have. And, and look, Gary Payton was a really good facilitator too. Mm. I would rather mm. have. He was okay. No, the the the, the numbers suggest yeah. he. So, okay, I'm not, okay, so again, from not trying to sound like a hater, I just got them watching the game, Uh and again, like, he's not, again, he's a great point guard. I don't want to sound disrespectful, he's a great point guard. He almost had a three-steal-a-game season. He had 2.9. He is a great point guard. In fact, through this argument right now, especially with the whole Russell Westbrook, I think I can, and again, I don't really like Damian Lillard like that, I can see myself kicking Russell off and putting Gary at the 10. Is that fair? I I will concede this. I will put Gary at my top ten. I, I will just say I will say Gary Payton is top ten. He stripped hey, Jordan in the final. What what, that, what is that, this list? Yeah, top ten yeah. greatest point guards. Point guards right? Yeah, of yeah. all time. Greatest. All time. All time. Yeah. All time. Okay. Because I mean, and that's, that's why that, I and that's why I didn't want to put him in my top ten. Because we're saying greatest. That's why I want to put him in my top ten. I think Gary deserves to be there. Because think, the thing is, because let's be real. Like again, you, you just said it. The first three years, he wasn't doing much. Then he had a good 90, what, 93 to 98. 
that's five years of him doing a great job. Five out of his 16-year, 17-year career, he was a top three-point guard in the league. And after that, he really died off. And that was why I couldn't put him in my top ten. And even in them five years, yes, he's a great defender, not a great shooter. Pretty he's good, pretty good score. I mean, pretty good. He's, a good he's, he's very determined. Again, and back to the point of, of that time period. He had a surprising were, amount of two in the 200s percentage, three-point percentages. Like, he wasn't a great three-point shooter at all. No, he couldn't shoot. No, he could yeah. not shoot. And, again, he was just a really good scorer. And, again, players doing that. And, again, again CJ, you're going to learn about me. I'm very much down on the 90s. I think the 90s are the most trash time in the NBA. I can prove it. I can really break down film and show people it's trash. The 80s are significantly better than the 90s. The 2000s are arguably, like the early 2000s arguably might be bad, up like bad as the 90s. But then, to me, the 90s might be the worst. No, it's probably the 70s. The 70s might be the worst because yeah, the, the it was so okay. chaotic with the ABA. But it's not digress. Sorry. And cocaine. And cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> and drug cocaine. testing. And drug testing, Yeah. Um, up. All right. Well, hey, let's look. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I want to add. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it, probably an unpopular opinion. I like Gary Payton enough. Um, if I was starting a team, right, I would mm-hmm. rather have Gary Payton over John Stockton. I wouldn't have him over him in my list, but I, I would definitely rather have Gary Payton. Than I feel John Stockton. No, I get that. That's how and, I feel about but, Jason Kidd. And, and what? 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 Last thing. Last thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where's Kyrie at on anyone's list? Because he's not on anybody's. Because so is Kyrie, that a mistake? The only not time, yet. No, nah, no, no. He, he's coming. He was, he was like I'm not, 11th. I'm not like Woody. He's coming. I just couldn't do it quite. No, you're right, though. CJ, you're right. No, you're right, though. And he's I can't yet, stand Kyrie, but no, man, right, that though. man is. Because he never won point. anything without LeBron. But, but man, look, as, a, as a point guard, because remember, when he was playing with LeBron, he wasn't the point guard. And that's he was why the he shooting guard. Every time he has 10. been the, the man at point guard, his teams haven't won. That's and why by the way, CJ, and that's my, that's my Allen Iverson argument. That's as my a shooting Allen guard. Allen his argument. ring is a shooting guard. No, bro, that's he has a ring. He's a point guard. LeBron was the Phyllis. Bro, no, no, stop. You can't do that. If Kyrie's a point guard, then... I'll, I'll I'll concede and say he is a point guard. I'm gonna say he is a point guard. But if he's a point guard, goddamn it, hey, Allen Iris is a point guard. If you and look, <laughs> if you Google, if you Google that 2016 Cleveland Cavalier roster, and if yeah, Kyrie guard. Irving name pop up, and it's a PG beside his name, as it will show, he was a point guard for that team. So what? And what he has a ring. What and John Stockton is on this list, and he does not have a ring. He's the all-time and assist Payton, And Steve and Nash and AI and D-Rose and Dame are on this list, and they don't have rings. AI so, took the worst team ever to the finals. AI's my favorite player of all time. Look, don't shoot the messenger, all right? So you're putting, you're putting Kyrie over Dame is what you're saying. Look, not this yet. is what I'm saying. Eventually I will. I'm saying, I'm saying that it, that – you guys have has for you guys have formulated your own list, both of which I respect and I think they're solid lists, right? But but at every point, you know, so and so is at nine, and you have an argument justifying it, right? And then you also have an argument on why someone shouldn't be where they are. Kyrie has an argument that he has a ring. 
and that no one on this list, not not one person, and not one person can say they're more talented than 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 he is. That's not true, not but, one. True. But they didn't have but they didn't have LeBron though. <laughs> or, they had LeBron. or KD and James Harden. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm what not are, a Kyrie in Boston fan. Again? I, I'm just making the argument that he should probably be somewhere on on this list I, around. I can 10. I can argue that LeBron saved his career, and the Kyrie would never admit Jeez. to that. Man, that's a fact. That's a that's, fact. That's that's so unfair to say, though. Why? Well, why is that unfair to say? Why, why do you think LeBron saved his career? Because if LeBron didn't come back, they would have been he was the, losing. He yeah, he was losing bad. a lot, and they, they, yeah. they were always there. I mean, they had <laughs> those records one bad, year. bro. The reason they had the number one pick when LeBron came back, then a Kyrie just 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 would have been putting up stats on a bad team. I mean, LeBron didn't save his career. There's there's a lot of guys out here who put up numbers on a bad team, and they and, are on this list, except Iverson. <laughs> look. <laughs> It's so we gonna penalize this guy for his circumstances, like not, I, at a certain no, point. I, I, at a I'm certain not like point, Woody. I, you I, have I, to he, conquer the the. You have to be able to win with mediocrity. You have yeah, to. If you're I, an I feel time. it. Look, I just wanted to hear the argument. I just That's gave well, you the argument yeah, for the well, people. Let's, let's talk about John. It's, it's Kyrie Irving stands that are listening to this, and they they're gonna be like, you know what? I'm glad CJ said something. So you welcome. Let's talk about John Stockton. That's what I want to talk about. (laughs) Melvin, Melvin said some wild stuff on the podcast a few weeks ago. He's all over the board. Why you always bring that up, y'all? Because that's one of the wildest (laughs) thing. That's one of the wildest things I've ever heard someone say. He he tried. He really convinced himself that Russell Westbrook was better than John Stockton. Can I tell you? But he 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 retract. He back. I'll retract. First of all, when I said it, I didn't even say it as in declaring it. I was just throwing it out there because I was looking at some old film. And I was like, man, I was my perspective was if Russell Westbrook's athleticism and abilities was in the nineties, he would oh destroy gosh. the nineties. He yeah, would destroy he'd, the nineties. Dunk on everybody. Dunk he'd, on he'd everybody. Triple. He would average. We would destroy. Yeah. So that was my logic. Like, oh yeah, no, no, no. But then I've been watching Russell the last few weeks, and I'm like, then I'm thinking like, oh, imagine John Stockton. With yeah. LeBron or Matt, because it'd be nothing but it'd be like Carl Malone and like it'd be it'd be beautiful. So again, Woody, thanks for bringing up that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, you go, you go, you're never. I mean, stop. but look, I mean, you guys aren't too far off on John Stockton. Mel, Melvin, you got John Stockton at seven, and Woody got John Stockton at six. So you know, you guys are yeah. similar on that. Yeah, no, that's real. And I, I, we, don't, we don't have to talk much about John, John Stockton, but we will say that he is. Yeah. Amazing player, probably one of the most dirtiest players in history. I actually believe that he would have tried to score more, and this goes back to what we talk about what the point guard is supposed to be. I think he fed so much into that ideology of what a true point guard was meant to be. He really did that that prevented him. He had Steve from Nash. Actually, he had Steve Nash like efficiency too. He shot fifty percent from the field. No, he no he did the fifty ninety uh thing too the fifty ninety forty. Mm-hmm. I believe he did yeah. it as well. If you can look it up or whatever, but no. But John Stockton would have tried to score more. If he would have had a little more Isaiah Thomas in his blood, yes. he would have got yeah. a few more championships. I think I think John Stockton is another one. Look, he's I think the father John, of the pick and roll too. Is, thanks, and that that is what I was about to say. I think he's somewhat of a system guy. You know, I, I mean, but that system is now the most used system in the NBA for the past twenty years. No, for sure. 
Well, and also to CJ's point, that's it helped Jeremy Lane get off for about thirty days, right? That's why he's not my top five though, because of Carl Malone. That's why that's the only reason why he's not my top five because that's they were just good. such a tandem. Lynn Shannon did. Jeremy Lynn's at the number one of all of our lists for that thirty day period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, if we fly, uh, you know, eighteen hundred miles a certain direction. Now let's talk about Jeremy Lynn will be number one on <laughs> no, the top point guard list. Yo, if him and Yao Ming could have teamed up for a little while, it been over. <laughs> cut it out. It been, bro, it been over. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and Z He Wang, remember Z He Wang? Got taken by Milwaukee. Yo, he was supposed to be nice, bro. Yeah, he was too big though, man. Yeah, he was a little Some too big lanky. Old feet, big lumbering. Mm. Nah, he's nah. He had no agility. Okay, so let's talk about this chunk of guys: Isaiah Thomas, Jason Kidd, and Chris Paul. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Yeah, we just we, – I told him what you were saying earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, uh, Jason Kidd, Chris Paul. And we're on the same – so they're my four. So Jason Kidd's my four, Isaiah's my five, and Chris is my six. How do you have Chris at six? Because he sense. always loses. I mean, he gets hurt, though. You know, it's so wild. Like, even, like, last year's championship – Everybody was like really looking at Chris Paul, and I was like, you know what? They're not winning because they have Chris Paul. Like they're not winning, and I was right. <laughs> what if I think? Should, I think. What if he well, wins this year? Actually, it's the best chance he got because I think they're the best team in the West. I think so. Uh, I, th- I think the Warriors at full health could be, but right now they are for sure. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Right now the Suns, but no Warriors will probably eventually be the best. Yeah. Ten All NBA selections, eleven All Stars, seven All Defensive First Team selections. Third all-time yeah, numbers assists, wise, amazing. fifth yeah. in steals, 45th oh, yeah. in scores. Who is this? Chris Paul. It's Chris Paul, yeah. He's, he like, has this, him at six. Yeah. yeah, I have him at six. And Woody has him at three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put and I don't you wait. know you know how much respect I have for you if I put you above Jason Kidd. I think yeah, Jason yeah. Kidd's my favorite point guard all time. So, Melvin, so you got Chris Paul at six. Yes. You got AI at four. AI Magic at three. Magic at two. AI at three. At three. Yeah. He got at four. I had Jason at four. J Kid. Yeah. And five is who? Isaiah. Okay. Chris Paul had a crazy run when he first came in. Twenty points, eighteen points, yeah. sixteen points, nineteen oh, yeah. points, nineteen points with with ten assists, nine assists, ten assists, nine yeah. assists, eleven assists. He's amazing, man. I don't know, man. Chris a real, flo- a real floor general. He made every team be, that he went to better. Every single one. That's something to, to say be about. Honest that. with those three in particular, you could for me. For me, you can just kind of rearrange those three for me. Yeah, I just put Jason Kidd because complete, complete wise and his size and defense, defensively. Because out of those three, who's the Bro, Jason Kidd was amazing, right? So right. Yeah, yeah. Jason Kidd is so underrated defense, especially as far as the intelligence. Chris Paul is really savvy with with defense. Isaiah Thomas as a leader was just so phenomenal. His handles was crazy. Scoring was amazing. Jason Kidd didn't shoot though, and not until he got to uh, to Dallas. What is he all time in three? He's like he's like fourth in all time. He's like fourth all time three. But to be fair, he started (laughs) shooting better. 19 is fourth year in when he went to the Suns. He shot 40% from three. He, wor- he worked hard, man. Yeah, yeah sure. So let's hard. take 
So how about this? So let's take um, Jason Kidd's athletic ability from the 90s and his shooting ability from the 2000s. Mm, and then okay. you might have okay. someone top two or three on this list there. Yeah, I mean, no, that's real. Uh, I mean, I, I think Jason Kidd. Uh, this is my argument for Jason Kidd. This is what I've always told Mel. Mm-hmm. I want you to hear it. Jason Kidd took, took a no. To, I mean, I got him fourth on my list. It's, it's That's still really high. Jason Kidd no, took, took a team of average basketball players. Average yeah. basketball players and made them into all pros. Richard Jefferson was nothing ever without Jason Kidd. Kenya Martin was nothing ever without Jason Kidd. Kerry Kittles Dang. had the best seasons of his career with Jason Kidd. Todd McCullough is still a broadcaster in the NBA because Jason Kidd made him rememberable. He wasn't a startable player. He didn't get run on the Sixers That's... and was productive. Iverson wasn't making McCullough a better player. Jason Kidd almost got Tom McCullough to an all-star team. I think I my mean, chair squeaks say it all. There's no argument. Jason I Kidd mean, was amazing. I, we have the same number exactly, Wood, so I'm not even arguing with you. But I think you're probably upset because I do have Allen Iverson at three. And I think upset. that's probably the, the biggest surprise yeah. for a lot of people. I think I think that's I think that's wild. Allen Iverson that's my, the biggest my, surprise. My, my favorite player all the time. Really? But uh, yeah, man. I, I love it. I loved Allen. I was a Sixers fan growing up when I really started watching basketball. You had the Rose uh, too growing up, didn't you? A lot of heart, a lot of you know. I mean, but man, like efficiency wasn't there. You know, he routinely shot forty, forty one, forty two percent. That's on his, average, right? That means suck. that means on a on a on a good night he's shooting forty five, forty six percent, and on a bad night it's in the thirties sometimes. Yeah. Like yeah, he, he, he made brought a lot to his team. Respectable. There's intangibles you he can't did. really teach, right? He There's did. certain stuff that just doesn't go on a stat sheet or in a box score, and Allen Iverson brings all of that. I'm, Underrated I'm, I, defender too. I'm with defender. that. But he's 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 probably not a top. He's definitely not a top ten point guard, right? Because well, it, to me, like I don't think he's a point assists. guard. And then I, I don't think he's, he he's probably not a top four five. That was my point. You just made would. He averaged like seven eight with, assists with those players. What? It, and, and it's funny because and again, but y'all should remember we're Aaron all the same McKee. Age. Was a was a was a real scoring threat on no, the Sixers team. The first like the first three years of his career, he was like really trying to pass, and all of a sudden he was like this. I I can't I can't pass to them no more. It, he Larry really Brown like one day was like I can't ball though. <laughs> Eric Snow no, no, was his running mate. Eric Snow was the point guard, and yes, Allen Robinson handled the ball, but he was coming off a lot of flex cuts, a lot of back screens. That's I mean. True. I, I don't. Now you're thinking about his MVP year that he got. We started playing off the ball. His MVP year. You're right. He was off the ball more. Aaron McKee started bringing the ball up a lot more. However, through most of his career, especially when he left Philly and went to Denver, he was bringing the ball up. He was facilitating. Again, I think we're thinking about those three or four years where he was like just just shocking. But for most of his career, I'm looking at it, yo. He's never averaged below like. Six point eight assists. It's still like with the Philly. Blows yeah, my eight, mind. Seven and a half. 
like he had all these assists. I, I think for me, it's like and I remember in my mind him just come up the court with the ball, telling people to move, directing traffic, being a real facilitator. You know, well, it's that's a point thing. guard to me. We can look at Kobe's numbers. How many assists does, does Kobe average? That's true. Yeah. Kobe get it up. That's Kobe true. let that thing go. Yeah, he's right. I may have to remove him from so, my list. That's a, that's a serious so. I, I mean. I, I can I can probably think I mean Michael Jordan averaged what five assists in a in a in a in a time where pace was was fairly slow, you know what I'm saying at times. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think the assist numbers tell it all. When I remember Allen Iverson, yes, I do remember a skilled passer. I remember when you see Allen Iverson during the NBA All Star game, it was always a different Allen Iverson than you got, you know. Mm-hmm. During a regular game, because the all-star game, obviously, was throwing lobs, making nice passes, doing all kinds of stuff because he, he had the guys around him to do it. So, I mean, I don't know. I I, I think we could argue whether he was a point guard or shooting guard. And it, I think it, it just we're getting to the point and we hear it all the time. The NBA's put it's positionless. Melvin, you said it earlier. You yeah, basically yeah. have your, your guards, you, you basically your point players, you got your wing players and you got your bigs. Right. Mm-hmm. And nowadays they ask everyone to be able to do everything. Let's touch on Isaiah Thomas a little bit. I don't, like He's Isaiah, so under, so I feel under, like so I feel like with Barkley, Isaiah yeah. was just right before that time when like people really started watching basketball. Like he was just before the era of like clips and replays and better camera angles. Like people just don't respect what Isaiah did. Isaiah As Thomas was the was the head of a team that what like ruled pretty pretty much ruled the eighties you know like yeah. between them the Lakers ruled, and the Celtics ruled, yeah he had what yeah, he has won, three four rings yep two two that's him it and, him and yeah but I think they lost one too didn't they they lost they lost they lost a championship I believe yeah they were but always there got two, though. they lost two in a row what that means they won two in a row. <laughs> Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas were slept on backcourt. They're the second, third. They're like second, third greatest backcourt all time. Whoa, easy off top. Wait, wait, who? Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas. That's a bold statement. Second or third? They're second or third best backcourt, right? You think so? Third best backcourt. Then who else would it be? And I'm being serious. No, no. I take Stephen Clay before Joe. They're the best. No, no. They're the best. Okay. Stephen Clay Uh, are the best. And that's what, why I said that's what about LeBron and D Wade? No, nah, it doesn't count as a backcourt. Yeah, they don't. They're wing players. Uh, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm. No, real talk. No, correct me if I'm wrong. Like I'm saying they're like second or third. You might yeah. be playing, I, but I think Clay yeah, and Steph are like best. Stan Clay Steph. Uh, Steph and Clef are the best, yeah. That's wild. Believe it, believe it or not, um Kobe and uh, Gary Payton. And Ah, no, they get like honorable mention on any list. They'll get like honorable mention or something because they only real Todd, real Todd, uh, Damon McCollum are up there. Damon McCollum wise, but it hasn't translated to wins. No, 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 that's a problem. Um, five, six, or something. Yeah, I think one thing that we'll never see again that Isaiah was the best at was intensity. I feel like Isaiah yeah, Thomas' intensity will never be matched. But, yo, we've talked about Jason Kidd. we talked about Isaiah Thomas. we talked about Chris Paul. Let's close it out here, man. Magic and Steph. Oh, yeah. That's at the top. Like, would Steph, that be yeah. at the top of your list? See? Yeah, uh, 100%. 100%. And, and I think if Steph wins another championship, 
it's moves up I'm, to even. I'm I'm with Melvin on having Steph at one. And you know what? It's something I never mm-hmm. thought about, never pondered, never even questioned having magic outside of the number one spot. But when you think about it, um, I think Steph has, has done enough. I thought about doing it. So but I'm not so it. so look, but the we're talking point guards. Does this list change? Like do you just take this list and just throw them into the 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 top top fifty goat list, right? In this order? Or does this list change? Because Magic is is definitely top five all time, and most people got him top three. So <laughs> is Steph top three all time? Is that what you're saying, Melvin? That's a that's a great point. It's funny you said it because guess what? Magic's not in my top ten. I know that's a whole, that's a whole other discussion. Oh wow! Um, Steph, it's definitely in the yeah, top I know. ten. It's definitely in the top ten. Though. Yeah, no, he's in my top twelve though. Top twelve, thirteen, and I had and I actually do have Steph above him, like top eleven, top ten. But again, what, that's a whole other Kobe? discussion for another day. Oh, Kobe's like top top five, top five, okay. top six. Okay. Yeah, top five, top six, probably even smaller. Actually, he's above Jordan in my book. I think Kobe and, is the most skilled yeah. basketball player of all time. And, I, and, and 180, again, he shouldn't have done what he did. Right. And again, it goes back to my logic that what he always throws in my face is just like that prime. It's prime, and I, I look at the, the seven years of primeness. And I and again, I just got done looking at Jordan against the Sonics, and I'm thinking to myself like, oh, if if this was Kobe at this time in Kobe's career, if if this, if, if Kobe was 31, 32 years old. Or thirty years old going against a thirty year old Kobe going against that Sonic team would average fifty for the series, and for and for Jordan to kind of yeah yeah he did good. But, yo, know. let's be real. Magic and and Steph are iconic though. That's why it's so hard putting these dudes yeah. in front of each other because Magic changed the way we see basketball. He changed the but way Magic back, back, Magic wasn't fast. He ran the no. court, but he th- it was his vision. Like he he really mastered the no look pass. Like, if you look at, like, the movement of the ball in his hands before he passed the ball, we'd never seen that before. He changed. But he had Kareem. But he had Kareem. And that's why, and that's why he's on two, because Kareem gave him a guaranteed five he won assists one, a game. He, he won one guaranteed without. Guaranteed five. He, he won one without Kareem, though. Remember, he, and he played center. His first, his first championship. But, you yeah. know, Kareem did get him there. You know, Kareem did play that game five, and he and got hurt that game, and you know, so and again, Magic is great. I was also saying, imagine Steph Swiss like put Steph on that team. Well, Steph really changed the way we see basketball now because Steph made open the lane back up. Really, he drew drew all the defenders out. Now we're we're taking oh deep enough three pointers where it's changed the game of basketball again. We we brought cutters back into basketball. And that's not even including Steph's mid-range game and finishing ability and dribbling Bro, that's ability the thing that and, and passing ability. It's so underrated. He gets no it's respect so like, on the mid-range. Like the little separation and just being one able of the to best in history. Swap. It's it's just automatic. It's unbelievable. I actually wish he'll do it more. But again, when you can shoot like him, it's kind of like yeah, it's just shooting. Yeah. Now yeah, the one sometimes up. he does settle for the. I mean, he's in a shooting slump right now. Yeah, right yeah. now, as we speak, yeah. and he dropped and, out of my. You know. And he could easily not be player. in a shooting slump if he just took, you know, another dribble or two that, you know, either left or right because he's capable and just throw up a floater just like you're saying. But he shoots so well. I mean, you can't even be mad at him. You really uh, can't. Yeah. Now, Ultimately, one thing to call into question, his assist numbers. 
Most he ever averaged was 8.5, which is a fair number. But for the most part, he's been a 6.5 guy. Yeah. Like, so that's something to call into question. Like, Magic legit is, like, one of the greatest passes of all time. Like, he's up point, there on the assist. I, I, I feel like, again, I feel like it's just point guards are are, are, are just different. I, you know, I feel like it all comes this back to this modern position. Circle. You can, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you know, back in the day, you had your your Pistol Pete's, your your Jerry West. They they let that thing go, and let then go. You know, they come into this time where you started to have your John Stocktons, your Gary Paytons. I mean, even your Isaiah, your Isaiah Thomas. He was averaging you know twenty points, and he was getting you nine ten assists. So, I mean, I feel like it was about facilitating. Now. I feel like it's all about, well, the first question is, what's your skill set? Are, are are you a LaMelo ball, right? Are you a pass-first point guard? If so, that's great. If not, if you're a Russell Westbrook, if you're a John Morant, right, and you like to let that thing go, that's okay too. And, I mean, as you can see, cats who like to let that thing go, there's somewhere around six, six and a half, seven assists. Whereas your 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 pass first point guards are usually a bit higher than that. Your Chris Paul, your Deron Williams through the years, those guys are usually Steve Nash's through the years. They're up there in assists. So, I mean, I don't know. And look, a decade from now, the game's gonna change again. It's just a question. Just how, how it works. Yeah. No. Just that again. But to the point guard point. The whole point of a point guard is to direct the team and to get the best points possible, to score the best way possible. If if, I, if I'm the best way to score, I'm gonna facilitate for myself. I think, and I think to get to a point, Gilbert Arenas talks about a lot about even how to attack an offense properly, or, or rather, attack a defense properly. If if it's easier for me to get into the paint and just remove the middleman and bring, and I, if I can get the point to score instead of me having to give it to the big man, if I can get to the layup. But at the same time, draw the defense and make the pass. I mean, it's the best of both worlds. Take away the middleman. I don't have to pass the ball to get the the shots our team needs. So, Steph no, Curry to real. go. I think this has been a very productive conversation. For the, I, I went into this wondering how it's going to go because the position has changed so much, and I feel honestly I have a better understanding of how I view the position working through all these names. It's been pretty interesting. Uh, CJ, I hope to have you back when we dive into the next top ten list, give you some time. We're going to probably do probably do shooting guards. We did centers already. Maybe maybe we'll do power forwards. I think power forwards would be fun. No, for sure. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. I'll be back one of these days. Football yeah. season winding down. I'm still kind of recovering. <laughs> so, you oh, know? yeah, no, I hear you. That was funny. And don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, man, I appreciate you for coming out. Um, you know, there is one dude we, we, we usually like to go down a little a little list here. Melvin, you want to give him our, our hip-hop survey before C hops off? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, who is your – No wrong answers here. Yeah, no wrong answers. So, so it's five questions. The first question is, who is your favorite MC all time? Favorite MC all time. Don't have to be one you think is the goat. This is your who's your favorite? Like mine's uh, Drake. No, don't judge me. No, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not judging you. Uh, I am. No, right now mine's would probably be Drizzy. I was going between Drizzy and Ho. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Who is your, who do you think is overrated? Someone who you think is just, everybody likes them, but you feel as though like they're overrated. Like for me, I would say like an NBA young boy, even though I respect his youth. <laughs> I respect uh, his youth. Overrated. Yeah. Man. Um, <laughs> You know, and let, I, it, I, let I, it fly, let bro. Do. Let it fly. Lil Wayne. Ooh, Lil Wayne, man. Like, like I, I, I think, like I think, it. I think, it's I think, bro. I love Lil Wayne. Like, I grew up on him. Like he, he was the goat until he wasn't anymore. And it like just rough. the stuff he put out in the last eight, nine, it just it hasn't been good, right? And so I feel like people carry his name as if like the last decade hasn't happened. And so that, that's, that's my true. only issue. That's, that's why I say true, that. Though. People do carry yeah, his that's, name that's like the last decade hasn't happened. He, 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 is, he is one of my goats though. He is one of my goats, but I think because, because of he's working on a straight just, name right now. Melvin, Melvin what, like what, what's a hot album? What's a hot album in the last 10 years? Yeah. I love his but, new, I love all of his stuff. You can't even name the album. Like, because he has so many. Rebirth. <laughs> so nah, many, like... man. Nah, yo, what's that? What, what, that's a mixtape. Got fire mixtapes, though. Finish the survey, Melvin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, 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 we're trying to wind down. Anyway, underrated. The most underrated MC. Like, for me, I think Lupe Fiasco is like an underrated MC. Who do you think is like a very underrated MC? Underrated MC. Most underrated all time. You can go in the past if you want. Um, I think I think Big Sean is underrated. Mm, love it, but, love yeah. it. That's mine. That was he mine. Nasty. That's mine. He's nasty. Oh yes, Ew. yes. Exactly. And, and look, I it. underrate him. I don't give him enough appreciation. He's the first thing pop popped in my head. Mm, I don't listen so. to enough of his music. None of that. But like, whenever I listen to something, he he always says something clever. Like. He's smart. Always. Like, nice. Hear that, nasty. Woody? Always. Nasty. Yeah. Always. Big Sean so lyrical with question. it. Oh, yeah. He's very Super lyrical. Hear that, Woody? You hear what he's saying? Yeah, I, I hear, hear it. Um, <laughs> yeah, the next question would be your guilty pleasure. Like, for me, uh, it's Juice World. I'm a Juice World stan, but I understand people is, like, kind of, especially people my age are really like, ugh, what are you listening Yo, to? Yo, he loves Juice World, though. I right? love Juice World. Love Juice World, man. But yeah, my guilty pleasure. Um, like, 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 Woody likes Little Pump. Little, no, I don't. <laughs> you stop it right now. Um, <laughs> I'm plenty of guilty pleasures. I don't need to. Admit. I don't know. Look, I, I like, I like uh, guilty pleasure. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not too embarrassed. Like, I, I do like some country, like some Luke Bryan, some Jason Aldean. Oh, shit. But but look, but this is the thing. This is this is probably a, more of a guilty pleasure. No, nah, it's not even that. The Danville is me is the ratchet shit that like get me <laughs> fucking crunk, like crime mob. Oh or, hell you yeah! You know what I'm saying? Something like real stupid and ignorant, like all gold everything. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Something that just make me want to like Told spend all my money. You know, Gucci buy a bunch gang. of drugs, buy a bunch of like just like oh future. Yeah, <laughs> him him too. But I, I like future like. Future, you can't even understand what he's saying though. 
But the beat usually go. Always go hard. He's a he's an Atlanta legend. Last question is who's your goat? The goat. Like who do you think it's not your favorite, but you just think this is the goat. Oh. Thanks, ho. Jay Z. All right. All right. Respect it. Just all right, so man. There's really no argument with that. Again, I think it's I think it's Wayne, but there's Hove. I think it's Kendrick. It's fine. Boy, and then you think it's Kendrick, and I, I'm not oh, arguing. I'm actually I'm, I'm like literally not arguing. And now, a lot I'm of people don't like that one. I love Kendrick. Give me, actually, give me Kendrick, a man who is actually making he's on my Mount, albums. He's on he's on Mount Rushmore though. Kendrick's on Mount Rushmore. I always I like, feel like the I, Mount I like, Rushmore like is. You can argue goatness for all the Mount Rushmore, like like Hove, Mount Rushmore. Hove's yeah. up there for me. Uh, I respect Hove. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. Good kid. You can all the questions, man. Classic. Kanye has what? his weird Wait. own, like, retarded mountain to the left. Now, he's a he's an artist. He's an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Artist formerly known as Kanye. <laughs> oh, and by the way, while we're on the subject, albums to listen to, I love that Montana 300 rap god, and I love that new Gunna. The new Gunna was hard. It was Yo, hard. The I've new heard Gunna it. was hard. I've heard the new, new Gunna, Gunna was hard. I gotta listen to Gunna yeah, now. I gotta the, the new gunner was hard. Yo, the, J. Cole has a dude on his label that just released a fire new track with a sweet soul. J.I.D.? Yeah, that's who it was. J.I.D. Yeah, J.I.D. is called? amazing. What's that He's track Amazing. Called? The one with the soul sample that just came out? Yeah, it's I nice. Forget. Go check that out. Like, I've been bumping that a lot lately. Real good stuff. Uh, but I'm, yo, I'm a huge J.I.D. fan. This has been a real fun episode, y'all. Like, seriously, I think we had uh, some nice discussion about the point guard here. We went down a couple rabbit holes, but that's what you do when you talk about lists. You just start talking about people. So uh, next episode, we're definitely going to dive in what's going on in the NBA right now and talk more about the injuries that have crippled the Bulls and see how that's going to affect if they can ride it out. But, yeah, we're going to have a lot of things to talk about when we come back. But, uh, as always, thanks for tuning in. He's Mel Taylor. I'm Woody Massey. He's CJ McLaughlin. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you are entering the realm of... Five, two, three, four, 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 four,